Hashem, you have the schus to begin. The limud, of course, of the year is look at the halachas. We're going to learn the tilsidaim shachris, halacha dalad. But of course, in order to be able to, in order to be able to understand what Nosson is talking about, we have to at least have a teima, a taste of the Torah upon which this Lukutei Lachis is based, which is Samachai. Over the past few days, I, I, I met a couple of you who asked, is it true that we're learning Samachai? I'm, I'm assuming that you understand that Samachai, I mean, it's like that with every Torah, but Samachai in particular is one that that addresses the entirety of life who we are in Lukut HaLochis I'm just going to mention to you now the Inyonim that we're going to be touching upon in this Torah from Rabbi Nassim we're going to be talking about sleep favorite pastime of most people here in America we'll talk about sleep we're going to talk about Yisurim suffering his chadshas renewal Hanukkah the Kedusha of Yosef HaTzadik, Tzitzis, the union of Tchelas and Tachlis. Tachlis, that's what this Torah is about, Tachlis. To be able to live with the Tachlis and to remember the Tachlis of our lives. Tfilim, Malbushim, clothing, Chatzais. These are the union that we're going to be discussing in the Torah that we're going to begin probably next week or the following week in Luke Halachis. But we have to begin with this Torah, Yerma Baez Al Rus. First, it's always important that before we learn a Torah from Akutam Iran, that we understand the setting in which the Torah took place. And here, where the Torah begins with the Indian, the Indian of the tzaddik, the tzaddik, the Baal Hasode, who was Mesakein, Neshamis, and the ability of the tzaddik to be Mesakein, Neshamis, of those who are living and those who are no longer living. There was a very specific setting in which this Torah came about. It was almost all of you are familiar with how Rabbi Nachman's Torahs are, are often, if not always, a response to a particular Indian that's happening then in the world, in his life, in the life of the Chassidim, in our lives. And there was something here. I'll share with you, before we begin the Torah, I'll share with you what's found in Chaim Aran. So over the course of a few ICs in this new edition of the Kutam Aran, the parish of Hamasifta. So he brings from different places in Chai, Maran, and Marnat to understand what brought this Torah about. Where did this Torah come from? So I'll share with you a little bit and and we'll begin and we'll learn a little bit. Not going to learn the entire Torah, just learn Yanenu to help us understand Rav Nasan
In Chaim Aran, we find the following. I'm just reading to you from Chaim Aran that this Maimer Vayom Aboyez Arus, this Ter Samachay, was said in the summer of Tov Kuf Samach Vav of 1806, which is a very short time after the Ptira of Rabbi Nachman's son, Shlom Ephraim. This child, this child Rabbi Nachman saw, this child the hope of the future of all of Klai Yisrael, the Yeshua of Klai Yisrael. And his death was a turning point in the life of Rabbi Nachman. And when this happened, we are told in Chaim Aran that Oz Omad Lefon of Mareinu Harav Rabbi Nosen that Rabbi Nassim was standing with someone else upstairs by Rabbi Nachman. And Rabbi Nachman, in a very uncharacteristic characteristic way, began to pour out his heart about how how much he was suffering. Because Rabbi Nachum was filled with terrible, terrible suffering. And Rabbi Nachman said, when he was describing the Yisurim that he had, following the death of the child, how could you possibly understand the terrible tragedy how the world is completely broken through the estalkas through the death of this child of my son he said, My entire heart is broken and is ripped out of its place. And the holy tears began to pour out of Rabbi Nachman's cheeks. Take it from a yad nishmatumalafanov. And Rabbi Nasan and the other who was there, take if they were so they were so frightened and taken aback by what Rabbi Nachman was saying. That they felt very uncomfortable and embarrassed. Al that Rabbi Nachman was crying in their presence. That it seemed to them Ke'ilu, the entire world, was being destroyed, was turning upside down, was being destroyed. And it's explained elsewhere in Chaimaran. That it wasn't only his personal grief. Rabbi Nachman was expressing the, the grief, the shever of the entire world. 
of all of Am Yisrael and the entire world because of what could have been with this child Shalom Ephraim Aleph V'achakach b'yoyim sh'achizeh sh'ahayi b'yoyim shishi erev Shabbos Kodesh Omer lehem Rabbi Nachman said to them the next day erev Shabbos The Maimah that we're going to learn Samachai V'yomer Boaz al-Rus the subject of this Torah is Tikkun HaNeshamas and there's a Tzadik who's called the Baal Hasada, the master of the field and the master of the field is Mashgiach who's trying desperately to find a Takana, a Tikkun for all of the trees, for all that exists in the field. And because the Baal Hasada, there are very few such Sadiqim who have the ability to be Misakim, the Nishamas, and because of this, the Baal HaSoda has to live through terrible, terrible suffering. I even love Yisur Maharbe B'li Shir Achmar Lutzla. V'hu b'gaidl k'aychai o'yva al kulam. The Baal HaSoda has tremendous k'aych. And he's able to survive all of the Yisur. V'oyse p'ulois ha-soda k'mayshe tzorach. And he tends to the field, the field of souls. K'mayshe tzorach. After the child died, and from the time that he said this Torah that we're going to learn, Rabbi Nachman spoke a great deal about Tikkun HaNeshamas, repairing Neshamas. And especially from the time that he came to live in Uman, which is the end of his life. At the very fact that he came to Uman, and that he wanted very much to die there. That's why he went to Uman, to be mistalik in Uman, to die in Davkin Uman, to be buried there. All of it was with this purpose. To help the Nishamas that needed a Tikkun already for hundreds of years, in the Shamas that were in need of a Tikkun. Ki Shomba Uman, as you all know, because in that place in Uman, Nergun the Foshois Rabbas Belishia, many, many, many Jews were murdered. The Kamiyaladim Alofim Uravavis, thousands and tens of thousands of children were murdered. Shenergu Kaidim Zman. And then in Yemei Maharnat, Rebbe Nassim says that And in Uman, the day before Rabbi Nachman died, He was in bed, and he was very, very weak. And he said to Rebbe Nassim, Do you remember the story that I told you 
when we came, when we moved to Uman. About how the Balshamtov came to a certain place. But there were many fallen souls in that place. And how the Balshamtov had to bring a tikkun for these neshamas. And the Balshamtov understood that it's not possible to be mesak in these neshamas. Because the Balshamtov knew that in order to be mesak in them, that he himself would have to die. And then Rabbi Nachman said, "Sheish kan buumin ribay revavus revavus harbe harbe shon neshamas shoyndim atas svivah." In this place in Uman, there are thousands and tens and tens of thousands of neshamas that are surrounding me. She yisak them that I should be misakin them. She bishvilzayish the kol ha inuyim vayisur makoshim vahamorim haela, and because of this, I have all of the terrible suffering that I'm going through. And afterwards, Rabbi Nassim says, Heisev is pon of Ketsas el-Hakir. Rabbi Nachman turned a little bit to the wall. Piris Yod of Ketsas. He spread his hands a little bit. Ka'imer, as if he was saying, Harini Moise Nafshi. I'm prepared to die for these Nishamas. Harini Mukhan Mazum and Lakabal Hakol. And I'm prepared to go through anything. B'shvila is for Hashem's sake. And the Menachem says, "V'kolzos e'ev shel etzayeh I can't find words to describe what happened at that time. V'achakach belayla hashayach liyam shlishi. And then, on the night of the third of Tuesday, who yoyim darled the sukkis, which was the day of 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 Rabbi Nachman's p'tira. Yom Ha'achun Shal Yom Shal Chayav Akedoshim, the last day of his holy life. Vaz Achar Chatzos Laila is under the fun of Harav of Naftali Zal, Harav of Shimon Zal. Vaz Chosav Adibur Meinyan Haneshamas Ana, and Rabbi Nachman began once again to speak about the neshamas that needed a tikkun, the neshamas of those who were killed, especially the children of Uman. There are many dinim in this place, and there are many kedoshim in this place. And on the high Rabbi Naftali Zalva Amalai, so Naftali said to Rabbi Nachman, Rabbeinu Haloi Martem b'Maimer v'Yerme Boyez Al Rus, but Rabbi, you taught us in this Maimer Samachay, that Sadik Hagod LaMuflag b'Maila Ma'od Ma'od, that the great exalted Sadik, the Bal Hasada, Yochel Ligma He'Inim B'Chayiv. That the Baal HaSoda, the master of the field of souls, can finish the Indian of, of being Masak and the Nishamas during his lifetime. And Ibn Achman said, You know, Ibn Achman's old Bechinas. So Ibn Achman said, I was talking about a certain Bechina, a certain aspect of Tikkun HaNishamas. But the Hechrich, but it must be. That ultimately, ultimately, the Balasada must leilach l'stalik b'shvil zeh must die in order to bring a complete tikkun to these neshamas. V'achakach lokach mafteach shel hakamada. He took the key to the. He took out the key to to the the piece of furniture that's there, the desk, whatever. And Nosson lahem he gave him the key. V'tziva lahem he commanded them shetekef sheyistalik 
that as soon as he dies, while he's still, as the mace is placed on the ground, while he's still there on the ground, they should take out all of the pages, all of the ksavim of his writings that are in that uh, desk, and burn them all. Is here and he warned them the kaim dvarv that they should be careful to do this. They took the key and they were terrified. They were trembling. and filled with calls us listening to what Rabbi Nachman was saying. And they began to whisper to each other. Why is why is why is the Rebbe preparing himself to die? In honor for Omar and Rabbi Nachman said to them, "Atem mislachashim, you don't have to whisper. Atem mishon l'dabar mistalkusi b'fun, you could talk openly about my death. Ki ein ani mispachid mizak klalu klal, I'm not afraid at all to die. You don't have to whisper. I'm okay. V'achakach and afterwards Omar lahem. Evsha atem medar ma'aladei seicha." Maybe you're worried about what's going to be with you after I die. You don't have to worry. Of those who have died. Didn't know me. They weren't living at our, in our time, in my time. And Hamid Sapm al Tikunim and all they are waiting for are the tikkunim that I'm going to bring for them. Mikol them. So how much more so? I'll be misakin you. I'll help you. It's very hard for me, the kaiches that I have to pour into fixing these neshamas from so long ago. But you... Why do you have to be worried? You don't have to worry. I'm going before you. And you needn't be afraid whatsoever. The, those were the moments leading up to the Estalkas of Rebbe Nachman. So this Torah that we're going to learn at least a part of is inseparable from the, from the Estalkas of the Tzaddik. And what the tzaddik saw as his ultimate responsibility in this world and, as we'll see, in the world beyond this world. And it's very much of a Yerusha that he left us, this Teres HaMachai, before the Estalkos. So let's begin. And Boaz said to us not to go gather, not to work in any other field. To stay here, not to go away. Your eyes should be upon the field, this field. And the harvesting the of this field. And I have commanded, Boaz said to Rus, I, I commanded the Norum, the guys that work here, the Vilti Nogech, not to touch you. 
Samis Vahalacht Ala Kalim, Vishasis Mesha Yeshavun, Hanarum and if you're thirsty, you can go there to drink from the water that the Narum drew out from the well. Da. So Ibn Achman says Da. And you know that when he says Da, he's taking this tire from the highest place. Whenever he says Da, it means he's taking from Amish Matsilis the tire from the highest place. Da Kiyes Sada. You should know there's a field. And in the field they grow beautiful trees and beautiful grass. And the beauty of the field, the gidulav and what's growing there, it's impossible to, de- to describe the beauty of the field. Fortune is the eye that has seen it. And the trees and the grass that grows in the field are the holy neshamas that are growing there. And in the field there are there are many souls that are naked. Neshamas arumais. That what they did on, in this world, they didn't complete what they had to do in this world. And they're naked of mitzvahs, of Torah, of Yashamai, whatever that. Arumim. Shem noim venodim ichutz lasada. And they're going, noim venodim, they're wandering outside of the field. Umamtinin umitzapim al tikkun. And they're waiting and they're longing. These neshamas for a tikkun. Sheyuchlu. So they'll be able to return back to the field. They can't find themselves in the field, in the sada. And so they're wandering outside. And they're desperate for a tikkun which will allow them to return to the field, to the sada. The gamma And sometimes there's even a great soul. Shabbatluim kamen is the soul of a great person upon whom other souls are relying and depending. Even this great soul sometimes leaves the field. And even this great neshama who is taking care of other neshamas. Get stuck outside the field. Kosher, it's hard. It's hard for this neshama of a great person to return. It's not because of all the neshamas that are connected to him. And all of these neshamas, the neshamas that are arumas, that are naked, and the neshamas even of great people, all of them are mavakshim and mitzapim abal hasad. They're all mavakshim. They're all begging, and they're all looking to the bal hasad. Sheyuchlas aseg b'tzarech tikuna. That the bal hasad should be misaseg, should become occupied with their tikun. V'yeish neshama shetikuna ide misa shel echad, and there's a neshama. There are neshamas that the tikun depends upon. Somebody in the world dying, either a mitzvah or some mitzvah to be performed by somebody amongst the living in the world, 
of somebody in the world, the neshamos whose tikkun depend upon on others who are still in the world of the living. And anybody who wants to strengthen himself, who has the courage, to accept this responsibility to be the Baal Hasada, the master of the field. To be a very strong person, the Giba Chayel. And a chacham and a tzaddik gadol ma'od. Akitzarich lios adam gadol umuflag b'mayla ma'od. He has to be a very, very great person. V'yesh echad. Sometimes there's a bal hasada. Sheni yochelig ma'inyan kiim imisasa. Who could only finish the inyan of being the sack and the neshamas by his own death. Even for this, that tzaddik, even the one who gives his life up, has to be very great. Because there are many gadolim that even giving themselves up, giving their lives up, even that will not ultimately be bring a toelas to the neshamas that need a tikkun. Rakim yesh adam godlo muflag b'mailo ma'oid ma'oid. Only an adam godlo muflag b'mailo ma'oid ma'oid. Yochel ligma mashetzarich b'chayim chayusa. Can finish, can complete. Mashetzarich, what he needs to complete. B'chayim chayusa, even while he's alive. That's what Rabbi Naftali was referring to. Even b'chayim chayusa, without dying. And this great tzaddik must suffer terribly, must go through terrible suffering. But because of his godless, he's able to survive all of the yisurim, all of the suffering. And he takes care of the field. And he does what's necessary for the field. And when he's to help the Neshamas, to bring them back into the field. Then it's a very, very good time to die. Because at that moment when the Nishamas are able to enter into the field, to return to the field, then davening is the way it's supposed to be. And the Baal HaSoda is constantly tending to the trees and watering them and nurturing them. And all of the other tikkun that are necessary for the field. And of course, in the field of souls, the trees have to be far enough one from the other. 
because otherwise if they're too close then one tree will weaken the tree next to it they have to be distanced they have to be a certain distance apart sometimes the Balasada has to behave towards somebody who's a Makar of Godel he has to distance him. He has to move him away. He has to push him away for some time. In order that the other person, the other soul, shouldn't become weak. And no. Because we're not explaining anything now. This is a side this heavy word. Just to try to to hear the words, and then we'll learn the Kutel Lachesim Yitzhashem. Veda, and you should know Shekshahan Neshamas Eisen Peres that when the souls are producing fruit, Shekshahan Neshamas Eisen Peres, Shaisen Mitzaynos Shlomakim. That means when the Neshamas are Eisen Mitzaynos Shlomakim, they're doing. They're accomplishing what they need to accomplish and obeying Hashem's will. And the eyes of the Balasada light up. When the Nishomas, when the Ilonas are growing properly and they're producing good fruit, when the followers of the Balasada are behaving in such a way, then the eyes, as I meir and ainei balasada, then the eyes of the balasada begin to shine. When the eyes of the balasada are shining, they could see a very great distance. and they could see to the place that they need to see. And this is what is alluded to in Chumash as state siphon, the field of those who have vision. Then the Balsada has great vision, and he's able to see, to see beyond his place and his time. But if Khalila if Khalila, the trees, the Neshamas are not Aisim Mitzanis Baruch, Chas V'Sholem, Azai, Nishashchem, Eino, then the Balasada's eyes are darkened, are dimmed, Chas V'Sholem. Zebuchin is this, what's alluded to in the Mishnah, as Steboichim. Steboichim, which the Batanur explains over there, the Steboichim is where they used to go with the mace, uh, they used to go with the mace outside the Beis Akvaris and the Oilum would get together there they didn't have funeral chapels and the Oilum would get together over there and it was a place where the, where the people would cry, they would cry over the maze so there's a field that's called the field of vision or of the visionaries and when the Nishamas are ice in Paris so then the eyes of the Balasada are shining with that vision to see beyond. But when 
the trees of the Nishamas are not Oisim Ritzan Shemakim, then this Chashchem Einav. Then the eyes of the Balasada are darkened, which are called Stei Barichim from tears. The field of tears. Ki Bechihu Kilkel Haru'us. Because what distorts our vision? Crying. Sadness. Sadness distorts a person's vision. When a person is sad, he doesn't see things for what they really are. Asus causes such a churban in a person that he can't see. He can't see how beautiful the field is, how beautiful other Jews are. He can't see how beautiful he is. He can't see the beauty of the tzaddik. He can't see the beauty of Yisrael. He can't see the tachlis. When a person is sad and he cries, he doesn't see things correctly. He sees things in a distorted way. He has what Rabbi Nachman talks about, double vision. Double vision is the opposite of Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. When a person lives every moment of his life with belief in the Rabbi Shalom and belief in the Tachlis, when he lives a life that's filled with Simcha, he lives a life without tears. And when his eyes are clear, he doesn't have double vision. He sees Hashem Lokeinu Hashem Echad. That everything is coming from Hashem. Hashem Echad. He sees the Tachlis. Because crying is Kilkal Haruz. Crying ruins one's vision. Crying distorts the way we see things. It ruins our way of seeing things. Crying. That the clouds came, the clouds returned after the rain. And Chazal explained in Gemara Shabbos that when there's rain, when there are tears, then then the eyes are clouded. When there's Geshem, when their eyes are pouring with tears, sadness brings to a cloudiness of vision. Crying in sadness distorts one's eyesight, not to see things in the right way. But when, the, when his eyes are shining, when the Balasada's eyes are shining, it's soifais, and they're able to then see. The Bchinas state soifim now, then they have the eyes of the state soifim, the eyes of the visionary. The eyes not only that they're not limited in their eyesight and their ability to see, but just the opposite. The eyes are, are shining with light. to see things in the most extraordinary way which I've mentioned many times over the years how in Vayel Moshe the Satan Rav only writes that Rabbi Nachman the eyes of Rabbi Nachman were unique and the Ruach HaKadosh of Rabbi Nachman from among all the Tamli of Hashem but Rabbi Nachman spoke to the last generation that he saw us because Rabbi Nachman was saying things that couldn't be understood in his time. 
and especially before he died and his eyes were filled with this light he was looking at the end of time at the last generation that's why we, one of the reasons why we see how Rabbi Nachman's Torah is shaking up the world now more than ever before but it's impossible to understand what's happening with Rabbi Nachman and the tikkunim that the tzaddik that the, that the Baal Hasad is making the ain of Me'iris more than ever before his eyes are shining in the state sorry, from the field of vision and Rabbi Nachman saw then and we see now thousands upon thousands and thousands of neshamas that are, that are looking for a tikkun through Rabbi Nachman and it's increasing exponentially this is we haven't even seen what they call the tip of the iceberg not even the beginning of the tikkun not even the beginning that neshamas who can't find themselves anywhere in the world that they feel drawn to that place where all of this is unfolding and when the eyes of the Balasada are shining the eyes of the state seifim of the field of vision there's even an expression isn't that an expression in English somebody's field of vision don't they right it's such an expression as a yochel is when the tzaddik's, when the Balasada's eyes are shining in such a way with the koyach of the state seifim as a yochel is and he's able to look at each and every person he's able to look at each and every Jew and to bring each and every Jew to his tachlis which means not so much to look at the face of each person but to look at the words of each person. He's able to gaze upon the words of each one of us and to see what's missing in the words, in the tefillah. Because this person's davening, he's saying words, but the words are still far from the tachlis. And the person is far from being connected to his tachlis. Then the Baal Hasada is tachlis. The work of the Baal Hasada is to bring this person back to remember his tachlis. So that the words that he says should be words that are filled with tachlis. Vaz hadibur kahagin b'shleimus, and then the dibur is kahagin b'shleimus. And then Rabbi Nachman talks about dibur. He talks about speech and how speech, how dibur can come from different parts of who we are. And he speaks about the tikkunim 
of Dibur of speech and how and how it's possible and necessary for a person to say such words in such a way that come from such a deep place inside of himself that there is an unbelievable ahav and his kashus between the words and the person that it's come out impossible for the words to be separated from the person and the words attach themselves and embrace the person skip to Ais Dalet to Ais Gimel rather because the focus of Rabbi Nassim's Torah is not going to be in this particular Torah that we're going to be doing the Tils Daim Shachris is not on Dibur and Tfil it's on what Rabbi Nachman continues with in Ais Gimel let's just do a little bit Bida and you should know Shebechina Zoy Hainu Bechinas Echad to have Single vision. And to be able to be in that place that's called Echad. Zo Bechines HaTachlis. That's Bechines HaTachlis. Now all the Baal HaSadr wants to do is to bring the Nishamas to their Tachlis. And the Tachlis is Kuloi Echad. The Tachlis begins with Echad. Everything begins with Echad. And the Tachlis of all that exists is to return to Echad, to that clarity of vision. <coughs> Which leads to perfected davening, perfected speech. So this is what the Balasada is struggling to accomplish, to bring each and every Jew to understand his tachlis. Shukulai echad. The tachlis is echad. Even though we become lost in the pulas and mishtanais and the confusion, but the tachlis is echad. And the tikkun of each nasham depends upon returning to that Recognition and understanding of the Tachlis, which is Kulay Echad, which brings to the perfection of Tvila of Davni, of Dibur. Vidash, Shebechina Zu, Hainu Bechinas Echad, Zu Bechinas Atachlis. Commercial Kosov, as it says in Posik, by Yamahu Yashem Echadushmecha, that's the Tachlis. By Yamahu Yashem Echadushmecha, by Yamahu, Hainu Atachlis. And Biyayma, who is the Tachlis? Who begins Kulay Taif? And the Tachlis is Kulay Taif. In the Steboichim of this world, in the field of tears of this world, of misery and of suffering in this world, we don't see that Tachlis. It's hard to see the Tachlis is being Echad and Kulay Taif. And because of that, there's so much crying in this Atsus because we forget the Tachlis. And that's why the world is a stay boichim, it's a field of crying, of tears. The Balasada has the ability to help us become tsaifim, to return to the field of vision, and to correct the impaired vision that sees 
things without the tachnas, and they get stuck in the way things look as opposed to where things are going. The tzaddik, the union of the tzaddik, the tikkun of the tzaddik is to bring us to this bechin of tachnas. The problems begin with the base of Bereshis because base is two. And that's what this world is. It's a world of double vision, of confusion, of two. And therefore it's possible for a person to see, to look at the world in a completely, completely distorted way. Echad is Kulay Taif. The one who sees Echad is Kulay Taif. Knows that everything is Taif. Ki Echad hu Kulay Taif. One is Kulay Taif. Kamei Shom Rabbi Sen Zechon Levrach HaPosik Zeh Bayom Ahu Yashem Echad Atu Ha'idna Lav Echad Hu Zegem Ram Psochem What do you mean Bayom Ahu Yashem Echad? Atu Ha'idna Lav Echad What do you mean? On that day he will be one? And now he's not one. The Gemara says, of course Hashem is one. But in the world that we live in, it's hard for us to see this. So we have, therefore, we have a bracha that we make, when something seems to us to be bad. We can't lie, this hurts us. It looks bad. So when something is, looks to us, it's terrible, and there's death, so there's a bracha dynamics. That we accept Hashem's judgment, that He's the true judge. We don't see the taif in it. We try to believe. As Rabbi Nachman says, soon we close our eyes, we squint to try to see further than what's in front of us. When you're trying to see something far away, to focus on something beyond what is in front of you, you have to close your eyes. It's the need of closing your eyes by Shema. Because then we say, Shema Yisrael Shabbat Hashem, Echad. Not to get lost in the state Borchem, to be able to have the eyes of the of the state so in this world which is split which is with the letter Bez so when something looks to us we try to be, we believe in Hashem but it looks bad so we say dynamics. we accept Hashem's judgment when something is when it's revealed good then we say then we say but in the future Everything will be hatoyva meitiv. Nimsa shebechinas echad hu atachnas. Nimsa, the Gemara is telling us that bechinas echad hu atachnas. That byomahu Hashem echad abyomahu. The echad is the tachlis. To come to that tachlis, echad is the tachlis. Vukulay toiv. Katachlis vukulay toiv. The tachlis is kulay toiv. Because even all the sorrows and the misery and the suffering that we go through, if a person is able to be in that place of echad, the tachlis, with the eyes, with the state stuff, and there's no crying. Then he's able to have the vision to see that it's kulay toiv, that it's echad. Toiv is gedolis. Toiv is gedolis. 
Because certainly all of the suffering and whatever we go through is It's for our eternal good. Either somehow that through this the person will do tshuva, or to purify him, to cleanse him of his sins. If we assume a toivus gedolus, but when someone tells you here in this world that the assume they're really good for you, you just roll your eyes. Your eyes are not shining, are not mirrors. The eyes just roll. Yeah, this is for my good. Shkayer. How about I do you some good also? <laughs> you're doing this. You do me a toivus. Then he won't have any Yisurim at all. Like other So Rabbi Nachman said this Torah the day after he was speaking about his Yisurim. Everything is time. Now how to how to lift our eyes up to such a place. What does that mean? How to see that way? It says in the Pasuk, to lift your eyes up to heaven. Which doesn't mean the Svarim say, it's in the Slonimus Svarim, it doesn't mean that you look that you have to look up to the sky. means that a Jew has to have Himmeldika Eugen. that the eyes have to be lifted up to a higher place, from the rolling eyes to eyes that are looking at the Tachlis. When a person's eyes are himmeldika eugen, when his eyes are shamayim dik, when he has shamayim dik eugen, eyes that are shamayim dik, it means that his eyes are always looking to see to the end of the story, to the tachlis, to the echad. And the echad, the tachlis, is kulay taif. When a person can see everything in that way, from the perspective of the stehat saifam, then he sees his misbattle to the tachlis, and he has no yisurim, and it's kulay toiv. This is the Indian of closing our eyes. By Shmaya Shalashem Hakanashem Chad, my Jews died al Kiddush Hashem. And saying those words, Shmaya Shalashem Hakanashem Chad. We should be zeicher to see the tachlis while living and being healthy and well till 120. Does it mean?